Crowdfunding services like Kickstarter and GameFound have been around for a while now, at least several years. They're more of a mainstream way for independent publishers to get their products out to their audiences and their potential customers. Uh, today's guest is no exception. Uh, Billy Morrison from Face Off Games is currently going through his Kickstarter campaign for his hockey-themed game, Hockey Hardware. Kickstarting a project, it takes a lot of work, but it also is incredibly rewarding if you can bring it to completion. And one of the things I had hoped to do with this podcast was to cast a spotlight onto games like Hockey Hardware and get the word out, or at least help get the word out, uh, through the power of podcasting medium like this. I'm excited on so many levels to bring in publishers who are in the middle of their campaigns as we move forward with the podcast. Uh, Billy happens to be our first guest in that regard. And I really hope that you enjoy. And if you can, if, if the game interests you, if you can send a backing pledge his way, that's the whole reason that we're here. So kick back, relax, and hear more about Hockey Hardware. Everybody, welcome back. This is Corey once again with Should I Play It? And okay, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. This is I'm gonna fanboy a little bit about this, um, and I don't do this that often. But it does. It's very rare that I get an opportunity to interview somebody about a hockey-based board game, card game. So I have Billy Morrison, the creator of Hockey Hardware, which is currently on Kickstarter as we're recording this. And we're going to chat a little bit about his game. Billy, how you doing? Hey, Corey. I'm well. Thanks so much for having me on the show here. Absolutely. And like I said, I, I have been a hockey player my entire life. Uh, I will say, uh, ashamedly, that I don't own any games, board games or card games that are hockey related. That changed. I dropped my pledge yesterday on this game. So full disclosure, I am a backer of Hockey Hardware. And I'm excited to actually talk to Billy a little bit more about the game and and here you know why others should uh grab it so billy before we get started uh you know talk a little about yourself like how you came to this spot um i know you have a, a company that's that's backing this or or that that you created to uh to produce this so uh introduce yourself and, and talk a little bit more about the uh about the company yeah thank you Corey. well first of all thanks so much for your pledge that means everything uh being on kickstarter as game creator uh that's the whole goal uh, we've set an ambitious funding goal of $125,000 Canadian to raise by 7 p.m. Eastern on February 18th, 2024 for Hockey Hardware. And that, that covers the entire campaign funding uh, from game manufacturing to the shipping, fulfillment and packaging to the storage to uh, the rewards and add-ons, the fees and some contingency as well. Uh, but uh, we both have that love for hockey and that passion for hockey in common here. Uh, I, I'm also a, a longtime hockey player and I consume fantasy hockey uh, <laughs> for many hours of every day. Uh, my brother has managed a league on Yahoo uh, for about over 10 years now. We've got 14 guys who play in that league and manage their teams. And one night uh, back in 2018, I was just getting ready for bed. And scrolling through my team, making sure, uh, you know, everybody's performing to their expectations. And it just kind of, the idea kind of came to me. I thought, why, you know, it's awesome that we can play this over an app, but why can't we play this in person? Why can't we have our buddies over and play a, a game like fantasy hockey at a table at somebody's house? And 
I thought, how's that going to work? So kind of think like what the objective be, how, how the mechanics are going to work. And I started, I, the ideas just started flowing to my mind and I had to grab a pen and paper at my desk and just sit down and start writing them. It became an all nighter. And by the morning I had a really good concept of how the game's going to work. And I also knew I really wanted to call the game hockey hardware. And at that point, uh, I did a quick search and the .com was available, the .ca was available, <clears throat> the social handles were available. I, I was shocked it was all there. Wow, so I'm surprised. <laughs> I was shocked. And uh, shortly after, one of the early steps, because I, I was very confident in the game concept and the name and how it, how it fits so well with the game, um, I actually went to a trademark lawyer and started the process of getting the trademark registered both in Canada and the US. And just this past spring, very pleased to say that it was officially registered in both countries. Uh, so that was that was a good, a really important step to, uh, in, in my view, to get before launching the Kickstarter. And uh, it's been five years of creating the game in the meantime. And uh, that it all started back in uh, our apartment in Ottawa. Uh, that's where my wife, Catherine, and I uh, live and work right now. We've got two little pups named uh, Tuca and Bella. And uh, yeah, going back to, to 2018, it was uh, cutting cards. Uh, there were three layers and it was all handmade, homemade, and uh, used the home printer, <laughs> scissors, and some extra strong glue. I've got over about 500 prototype cards probably at home. And each one was a cut. So it, <laughs> it was a lot of cutting. You had bruised hands doing it. Um, but you just work through the process and, and you play test with your family and friends. And they were very good at giving honest, constructive advice. I know um, a lot of uh, advisors in the game industry advise against going to family and friends for, for play testing because they might not give you what you need to hear. Uh, but I, I, I know my family and friends that I can trust they're going to guide me well uh, they won't let me stray off if something's not right or if there's a flaw to the game they're going to identify it so we did a lot of play testing um, with that version of the early prototype and then the pandemic hit and that was not helpful one bit for play testing because no one could see each other um, but I spent that time actually learning learning how to do graphic design and the graphic design uh, for this game was pretty much all in-house uh, done. YouTube was my best teacher for it. And uh, there's some really slick programs out there to, to learn from and use. And once I found a prototype manufacturer, um, these guys are the Game Crafter, mm -hmm. and they're located in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, they are excellent, um, and they provide the graphic templates. You just have to fill them. So we started using the Game Crafter and the prototype evolved even further. And uh, yeah, that takes us to pretty much our, our current day where we've got a ready-made prototype. We're very confident in the game. The core elements haven't changed in a long time. And uh, we're, we're, we've launched it on Kickstarter uh, back on January 17th. So we're a week in, if anybody wants to know, it's January 23rd. And so it's about a week in for the, the Kickstarter. So it's, and you know what the funny thing is, like every 
everything you just said mirrors kind of our experience when it came to to building a game, handcrafting the cards, um, you know, printing them on on an inkjet printer. Uh, Mike, our president, was the one that did all of that handwork himself, and he he just wanted to understand how it worked, and actually went so far as to buy a Cricut machine and a laminator and 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 was using that using those to create the cards so our first prototypes same thing were handmade and you know a lot of the templates were done through game um uh, game crafter so a lot of the similar journey uh, together so we talked about the how now let's talk about the you know what what is the game how do you actually play the game what was a, a standard uh, game session look like with it totally so yeah hockey hardware it's a game made for hockey fans and fantasy hockey gms and game enthusiasts uh, but we've made it so that anybody can pick it up and play it. Uh, you don't need to have hockey experience or knowledge. Um, it's just like any other game. You can pick it up, uh, read the rules, and go along with it. So with hockey hardware, a key inspiration was fantasy hockey. Um, so how we've built this game is the objective is to win the Champions Cup. And the Champions Cup is awarded to the player with the most trophy cards by the end of the third period. And players play 15 rounds through the game, divided into three periods, and those are separated by two intermissions. Uh, and you collect trophy cards by rolling stat dice and avoiding adversity and playing game cards. So it's a luck and strategy-based game. And the stat dice include stats like goals, assists, shots, hits, blocks, and plus rating. And there's also a, an adversity face on there. And as you know, all hockey players face adversity through the season. Absolutely. So those are the cards that create trouble in the game for you. And you want to avoid that as much as possible. And the dice are obviously luck-based. So the adversity include cards such as getting benched, road fatigue. Uh, they include a conference trade, a position switch. Um, and then the severe cards include getting suspended and getting bought out facing a buyout and uh all those diversity cards have different actions on on how you do as a player some are more severe some are less severe but they're all adversity and they could really either derail your season at the worst case scenario or just be a little bump in the road and you have to adjust your strategy the game cards are the strategic element element to the game and those cards are different hockey actions that emulate hockey actions you see on the ice so there's a takeaway card, a giveaway card, a stick lift, a poke check, and a, a number of other cards. And those cards, as I mentioned, emulate the hockey action. So a takeaway, for example, if you played a takeaway against me, you would be able to take one of my stats that I rolled and add it to your hand and mark that tally down in your score sheet for a stat in that category. Um, if uh, That's the offensive card. If I had a defensive card like a turnover, I could play the turnover against you to turn over your takeaway and get that stat back. And then there's another dynamic with the turnover. If you were holding a turnover card, you could turn over my turnover and bring it back to you. <laughs> and and well, vice versa until it runs out. A little Uno reverse element going on there, right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. And uh, that's, that's ultimately the objective of hockey hardware. And uh, the game's built to be really repetitive um usually players on their their first time playing it it takes a little longer but once you play through the game and you play through a few rounds uh, you pick it up pretty quickly and it's just on repeat that way and um every intermission is an opportunity to replenish game cards it's an opportunity to hand out the hockey hardware 
Uh, so it acts as a bit of a leaderboard to see who's ahead and, and who's not, who's a threat, who's a non-threat, and players can adjust their strategies accordingly to that um, in their pursuit for the most hockey hardware. So there's 11 trophies players can compete for, uh, 12 when you include the Champions Cup that everyone's going for to win the game. Um, and yeah, that's that. I think I'm not missing anything there <laughs> in summary, but I think that's the, the summary of it. Uh, no, it sounds it sounds really cool. It sounds like, you know, mix of, like you said, luck and strategy. You know, it, there's a lot of games that are very heavily luck based and you really have no agency, no control. A lot of games that are very strategy based and there's no randomness to them. The mix of them, I find those are the games that are, you know, the most most compelling and the most the ones that you can play them uh, over and over again. So th- that might have actually spilled this one. So this is the important question. Um, you know, I've got money burning a hole in my pocket. And I'm looking, well, for you, it's looking at a Kickstarter right now. It's not looking at a product in stores, but, um, you know, why should I, what's, what makes it stand apart and why should I, I pay for the game and, uh, why should I play it? Absolutely. Well, if you're a hockey fan, this is the game for you. It's based off of fantasy hockey. It's inspired by hockey and the passion for hockey. It's very novel and authentic. There's not another game out there like it. And, uh, it's going to be a great game to play on a Saturday night if you're watching hockey in the background. It's going to be a great game to have up at the cottage on a rainy day and you've got your family and friends around looking to, to kill some time to, and let the rain pass. And it's going to be a great game if uh, you know for all the hockey moms and dads out there and the kids who play on teams going off on a road trip to a tournament and spending some time in a hotel between games. The kids are going to love it. And... Uh, the game's a lot of fun. It's highly interactive with the players who can play it. So it plays up to four players, between two and four players. It takes anywhere between 45 minutes and about two hours, depending on the familiarity of the, the players playing with the game and the uh, pace of play on it and the number of players. And uh, it's, it's a ton of fun. We've had great reviews from the game players who've tried this out. And uh, yeah, Hockey hardware is all about bringing home the hardware. You know, it's funny you said that about the the tournaments and how the parents and the kids are going to love it. I think the hotel staff is going to love it if the kids are playing a, a <laughs> dice and card game versus playing knee hockey in the hallways or terrorizing the guests in the pool uh, down in the uh, down in the lobby. So, and trust me, on, I'm sure you know on those tournaments we've we've done exactly those things. <laughs> oh, mini sticks! Those always join us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They always, they, they travel very well. Um, so th- this is awesome. Uh, Billy, I, I really appreciate you coming on. And obviously we've kind of hinted at this um, when it comes to actually buying the game, it's in Kickstarter right now. So obviously you can look up hockey hardware on, on Kickstarter through, uh, through late February. Uh, what are your plans for it uh, after production? Yeah, our focus right now is solely on the Kickstarter. It's a very ambitious goal. We just broke a great, milestone today to get over 10% funded. Uh, but we really got to push that. And uh, once we achieve that funding goal, we'll look forward to the next steps. But right now it's uh, the target and the crosshairs are right on that funding goal. Excellent. Um, oh, anything, any last words to share uh, before we sign off for this episode? Well, thank you so much, Corey, for having me. This has uh, been a fantastic opportunity to join your podcast and uh, just a pleasure. And uh, for the viewers and the listeners out there, um, please uh, go to Kickstarter, search Hockey Hardware, 
and uh, check out our reward tiers. We've got 12 different reward tiers to choose from and even more add-on items uh, that can help bring you closer to the game if you're a really big hockey hardware fan and uh, also help uh, boost our funding levels to reach our goal. And the, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, the, uh, the campaign deadline is 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday, February 18th. So pledge early, tell your friends and family and teammates and uh, ask them to pledge as well. And together we can get there. Yeah, and I, I back it. Uh, this is this is an awesome, authentic, uh, great product from lo- looking through it, from reading through everything. I can't wait to play it myself uh, as a hockey fan, but just as also a gamer as well. So uh, hopefully the Kickstarter goes well. I know it's a, it's a it's a tense and, and trying time when it when it's actually live and you're watching those numbers creep up. But uh, Billy, best of luck to you, and I'm looking forward to seeing it uh, conclude um, with uh, in the black for you. So. Just Thank like you, a party. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Corey. Let's bring home the hardware. There we go. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Why Should I Play It? My name is Corey Tomlinson, editor uh, editor in chief at Grimsteel Games, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Take care.